Welcome to Witch Theater. This is Kylie the Whitney Witch. This is V the Brandy Witch. <laughs> Not the drink. The wonderful, lovely singer. Yes. Put on your ball gown. Shove your feet into glass slippers. Ouch. Wish mm-hmm. as hard as you can. This week, we are covering the Disney version of Rogers and Hammerstein's Cinderella. Yay! You know what's fucked up? I found out that a lot of the songs in this version are not even from the musical. They're from other Rogers and Hammerstein's musicals. That's weird. I know. I thought I was like, because the, mu- the well, we'll get to it. I'm getting way ahead of us already. Yeah, my outline is going to be pretty lame because, honestly, it's just the retelling of Cinderella, so it's kind of hard to make it interesting. As far- It is interesting. Oh. Well, I know when we talk about it, it'll be interesting, but I mean, like, the actual plot points aren't that interesting because it's what it is. I have good trivia. I'm going to sing. Okay. We're- this, is- this is the one... That we won't be censored for because we don't have that many listeners yet. (laughs) I'll get us in trouble for singing later, I'm sure. So, obviously, we have Whitney Houston playing the god uh, fairy godmother. (laughs) We have Brandy playing Cinderella. Brandy Norwood. Brandy Norwood. Although, I guess she's just credited as Brandy in the film. She was 18 when she did this. She looks like a baby. She's so cute. Yeah, she really is. Um, Do you have any of the other actors? I know it's Bernadette Peters. Is play- Bernadette motherfucking Peters. is playing the stepmother who does not have a name. She's just stepmother in the credits. She's just stepmother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bernadette Peters, very famous Broadway actress. But like one of my favorite movies that she's in is called The Jerk with Steve Martin. Yeah, which is probably Patrick's favorite comedy. We watch it like every year. <laughs> um, also Whoopi Goldberg plays uh, the queen, and Victor Garber, a personal favorite of mine plays the king so who doesn't sing in this i was so upset yeah and he's a great singer he's such a great singer very handsome gentleman oh my lord he's from the annie version that i've watched he's daddy warbucks so bernadette peters was in the version of annie that i watched there you go it all works out (laughs) so one that i grew up with (laughs) we start off uh with Mm. what you forgot Jason Alexander. Oh, I'm sorry. Jason Alexander Don't plays Jason Lionel. I didn't grow up with him as George Costanza in Seinfeld, so excuse all of you who were like, I hate Jason Alexander because of that. I grew up with him. Why would you hate him because of that? I don't know. Some people hate... I'm learning that people hate Seinfeld. Oh. Because it's asshole New Yorkers, I guess. And I'm like, Seinfeld's funny. I've ever only seen a few episodes, but it's always been funny to me. I mean, I, like, deliberately don't eat poppy sea bagels because of that one episode where Elaine needs a poppy sea bagel and they test her for opium. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't. <laughs> I love everything bagels, but, like, a regular poppy sea bagel? No. Mm-mm. I'm going to get tested for, I'm going to get drug tested that day. That's because of Seinfeld. <laughs> it's a it's not a good show for a Virgo to watch. It's yeah, probably very... <laughs> not. I eat those poppy seed, I eat lemon poppy seed muffins a lot. Those are delicious. Well, I love lemon. My favorite bagel is a sesame seed bagel. So if you ever want to get me a bagel, that's the one. Sorry if you hear my dogs um, playing in the background. They are not listening to their mother tonight. So, Aww. <laughs> they'll, they'll calm down. It's just Ellie grumbling and falling around on the bed like it's a WWE map. It's fine. <laughs> and then we have to mention, of course, The Prince is played by Paolo Montalban, who, which this is his only film ever. That checks out. <laughs> 
Well, he was a Broadway actor. So, like, he started there. He, he did this one movie. He went back. Yeah. He checks out as a Broadway actor. He's not my favorite. <gasps> How dare you? Is he Filipino? I don't know. I didn't look that deep into it. I was just... I just, like, know that I have seen memes on the internet about this movie where it's, like, Whoopi Goldberg is his mother and Victor Garber is his father, a black and white yeah. couple, and he's Asian. <laughs> he's Asian in some in some respect. Um, I'm just going based off of his name, but that's just probably not a good way to do it. His uh, singing voice is absolutely This was lovely. made for TV. Did you know that? Yes. It was part of the wonderful world of Disney. They had, like, a movie every week or so. Uh, once a month. Oh, well, it's like the adult's version of the Disney Channel movies. <laughs> oh, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was. He's literally listed as the last. <laughs> oh, so he was in he was in the stage version of the musical as well. He is Filipino. I was correct. Good for Kylie. So starting off, we have Whitney Houston singing. Impossible. It is a good song for a musical. It's, it's a such good a good song. Yeah. Oh, my God. It is. So um, there's an opening scene showing, like, the town thing that they're supposed to be in. I don't really know what it's considered. Um, The kingdom. A village. The village, the kingdom, whatever. It's like the opening of Beauty and the Beast, where Belle's, like, going and doing her errands. It's, like, almost the same exact sort of setup. We'll pretend like I've seen that. Uh, Step. What? What? (laughs) Beauty and the Beast? I've seen it once. What? The cartoon version? Yes. Or, like, you've seen the cartoon version of Beauty and the Beast once. Yes. We have vastly different childhoods yes, that we have I not did not like about. princess movies. Oh, my very word. I used to get really mad and tell my mom that the women in them did stupid shit. Like, I got really... We used to watch... We did watch The Little Mermaid a fair amount because my sister was obsessed with it. And let's be honest, it has the best music out of any of them, in my personal opinion. Yo. I love... The music from The Little Mermaid. But yeah, yeah, don't. I am such a Broadway bitch. I have seen so many Broadway mu- My mom and I go. I try too, to go every year. But that year. has nothing to do with watching the cartoon versions of Disney Channel princess movies. So have you seen the Broadway version of Beauty and the Beast? I saw a high school production of it. It's so fucking good. It was actually. It was my mm. old high school. It was pretty good. So the stepmother. They show like the little uh, town, village, whatever. See, the stepmother and stepsisters who are named Calliope and Minerva. Those are Greek goddesses. And also great names. I kind of like the name Calliope. Uh, I'm into the name Calliope. I think she's the goddess of poetry and Minerva is the goddess of spring. Sure. Why not? I don't worship those deities, so I don't know. That's my one witch. The only Greek goddess. No, Venus is Rome. Well, I guess Aphrodite slash Venus. I'm into that. I'm into her. I'm not into any of them, so I can't help you. I'm sorry. When I watch Jeopardy, whenever it's like mythology, I'm like, I'm out. I'm in. I bet zero dollars. I bet a hundred dollars. dollars on Jeopardy. I'm the Jeopardy witch. <laughs> oh, no, I am. We both are. Oh, we should we should have Jeopardy sometime. Oh my God, yes. Rest in peace, Alex Trebek. Oh, I'm still not. Keep going. I'm still not okay with it. So the stepmother and stepsisters that send her with are like going around furiously shopping. Cinderella is trailing behind them with all of their boxes. Furiously shopping. I like that's perfect. That's what they're doing. I, I just I didn't think of it that way. They are like literally in a, like moving fast, like 
y'all there will be so many fashion reports in this and like immediately the stepmother is like got her tight little mermaid dress on and like her little like feet are like i don't know how to describe it just kills it is really she god she's a goddess but yeah like furiously shopping is absolutely perfect because they like try on these like stupid ass hats yeah that that was my next point the sisters are fighting over who looks better in the hat i under so this is actually a discussion i understand having diversity I love it. I love that there's people of all races in this movie. It's such a diverse cast. I hate, because I'm a Virgo, like the fact that they have a white guy and a black woman having an Asian son. Yeah. And they're and they're talking about him being the heir, like the bloodline, meaning he's not adopted. It just jars me every single time. Like, in this, the mom and the one daughter look exactly alike. Not exact, but they both are, like, red hair, pale, white girls. And then Minerva's black. <laughs> well, Minerva, okay, but, like, this is the thing, because Cinderella, the stepmother, and Cinderella's dad were together. So, Cinderella's dad was probably black. So, if Cinderella's dad and the stepmother had a kid, that would be okay. Minerva. That was my thinking. That's not canon for cinderella but we'll go with it i know (laughs) i mean i know i I think the whole point is just to ignore race in this which is i get it and i really love the fact that they have so many people it just like every time i see it it jars me i'm like okay i mean i think that like in actual broadway you get literally everybody that's true like that's the thing when you make a movie and you're like People should kind the casting should kind of look like one another. They cast this like a Broadway musical. Yeah, they that's cast true. it. That's very true. Super diverse because like in a Broadway musical, like I have seen a Black Little Mermaid, which was amazing. But like, yeah, they just they just do it based on talent is really awesome. yeah, based yeah. on talent and like who fits the right role. But like, yeah, she was black. We're gonna have a Black Little Mermaid soon too. I'm really excited about Are it. They're doing a live action Little Mermaid. They're doing a live action everything. Apparently, this is because Walt Disney, before he died, said that they need to, like, remake all of the movies. That's why all these movies are being remade. Walt Disney, like, put it in his will that he wanted them remade every, like, 50 years or so. What the fuck? I fucking hate him. I'll be interested to see how they do all the underwater stuff in The Little Mermaid. Dude, they can turn Brolin into Thanos. They can make it all happen underwater. It'll be fine. Fair. Okay. Okay. So it switches to oh Brady's singing about her life blah 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 Brandy, blah, blah. huh? Brandy, you said Brady. Oh, I meant to say Brandy. I apologize. Brandy is singing now about her life. I don't. <laughs> I'm, think, I I'm just thinking about Tom Brady singing no, about no, winning never the Tom Super Brady. Bowl. <laughs> never Tom Brady. I hate Tom Brady. I mean, um, I do too. But he apparently plays for our team now. Oh my god, it's just like so embarrassing. So it switches to Prince Charming. His name is Christopher or Chris as they reference him. Um, He is singing the same song. Both of them are kind of longing for love, basically, and a different life. Yeah. The prince prince is dressed in popper's clothes. Yes, he's hiding, basically. He's undercover. Brandy. I said Brandy. Cinderella drops the boxes. Um, Call her Brandy. Brandy Rella. Can we call her Brandy Rella? (laughs) Please. No, but that could be the title of this episode. Brandy Rella and Whitney Godmother. Like, I'm into it. I I think Brandy Rella should probably be the name of the episode. (laughs) I love it. So Prince Charming or Christopher helps pick everything up. And they're kind of, it's kind of their meet cute, right? They're connecting through their eyes already. I love uh, a meet cute. He asks for her name. She explains her name as saying, I like to sit by the fire and cinders fly and my face gets smudged, which made me want to puke. 
Why the fuck? Like, what is her, what is Cinderella's real name? It's Cinderella. It's not. Because when she was a baby, they were like, oh, she likes to sit by the fire and her face gets smudged. No, no. When she was born? Fuck no. That's not her name. What is her fucking name? Brandyrella. I don't know the it's origin. Brandyrella. I think I I think <laughs> I think that in the original Cinderella, I just think her name is Cinderella because she is like the servant girl. But I don't think that's a normal explanation. I think they ad- just added that in. That that's the thing. She's Cinderella because she sits by the fire because she's a servant. She turned into a servant girl. They call her Cinderella. Like it's a cruel nickname. That's the idea. So like, oh, you know what? The live action version, the Disney remade, with the guy from Game of Thrones and the girl from Downton Abbey, I think they just called her Ella, so they called her Cinderella. There it is. If you watch Ella Enchanted, her name is just Ella. Dude, that movie is great, and we should 1,000% cover it. Please, God. I have a very strong, hard line over the amount of times I can cover a Cinderella-based story. But it's Anne Hathaway, Kylie. It's Anne Hathaway, so I'll make an exception. It just has to be a while from now. It's fine. It's also got Queen. I get told I look like Anne Hathaway a lot, so I'll take that. Ooh. I'm into it, and I agree. When I was thinner and had bangs, yeah. Um, (laughs) He asks for her name, blah, blah, blah. He's hitting on her and, like, chasing after her, and she's really not having it, which I'm like, Brandy, girl. What's wrong? He's hot. He's cute. He's hot. He's cute. He's not being inappropriate. He's just like trying to talk to her about her life and she's just ignoring him. But hey, if a woman says no, you leave her alone. He's the prince though. He don't know how to do that. That's very true. (laughs) She asked how he would treat her. And he said that like a woman should be treated like a princess. And she said, no, a a woman should be treated like a person with kindness and respect. I know. That was so sweet. That's my Brandy voice. Because she a talks woman. in a baby voice throughout this entire movie. It drives she, me nuts. She's just got kind of like this like very throaty voice. Like, a woman should be treated with kindness and respect. No, that was bad. Like, yes, a woman should be treated with kindness and respect. But it's just the it's the overly sweet voice that gets me. I think that's just Brandy's voice. <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen her in anything else. We should watch Moesha. Like, just... Out on on the side. It's on I Netflix. Think I've seen. I thought I saw Moesha back in the day, but I don't know. So uh, they bond over having lived a sheltered life, and then the stepmother. We don't calls know who to, it is. They don't. No one knows who it is. Um, the stepmother calls, and she runs away, and he's like, "But I don't even know your name." And I just wrote, "God, I hate fairy tales." So, I love them. Moving to the castle, Christopher is in kind of trouble for going out not as the prince. It seems like a thing he does a lot. Lionel, his butler, I guess. Um, yeah, he's like the like a well, I a guess a, for a woman it would be a chambermaid. Yeah, I think it's a footman. Okay, I, yeah. So I forgot like all of he, my Downton Abbey teaching. <laughs> I I never watched Downton Abbey. Really? I am not into that kind of stuff i will give it a shot oh man but like i haven't even watched bridgerton on netflix yet and i know everyone wants me to but like it just seems so boring i mean you also don't like jane austen so i get it yeah exactly not my cup of tea no. i'm not into i shouldn't say i'm not into period stuff but that time period i'm not into victorian 
yes. England. Yes. Yeah. No, I I come I 100% get it, Kylie. But I love that shit. <laughs> Did you watch Bridgerton? I haven't watched it yet. It's actually you definitely I, need to. Oh, no, believe me, darling. It's been on my list, but I had to finish etc cetera, etc. Cetera. Homegirl watches stuff for this podcast and that's about it because of the way my Capricorn ass runs my life. <laughs> so his mother is, like we said, Whoopi Goldberg. And Whoopi! by the way, Whoopi's performance in this is my favorite performance in the entire movie. I think she's fucking hilarious. She's so funny. All right. But it is definitely time for a fashion report. Okay? I do want to say really quick, the dad is Victor Garber. Beautiful family who doesn't look like they genetically mesh, but beautiful family. <laughs> All right. This is this shit. This fashion this fashion report shit is wild, Kylie. So Whoopi, her jewelry was designed specifically by uh, Harvey Winston. Who like who fucking oh, cares? You mean Harry Winston? Nope. It says Harvey Winston. Oh, so not like the Harry Winston. Who's Harry Winston? Like the one who designs all the rings on the Bachelor and Bachelorette. It's like a huge oh jewelry designer. See, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't watch that. I don't watch I, that. I used to, but I don't anymore. But yeah. I We're learning a lot about each other's romantic indulgence preferences right now. <laughs> Mine is complete making fun of the ridiculousness of 23-year-olds thinking they're falling in love in two weeks. In a reality show. Yeah, I mean, exactly. that is... I, I would watch an entire season of The Bachelorette with you just to do the commentary. That would be oh, fun. Oh, 1,000. Like, I mock the shit out of all of them. Mm. But then you do kind of get caught up in being like, oh, but he really should choose that one. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. No, I do that all the time. Like, it's like, we used to watch Hell's Kitchen all the time. And like, I fucking hate that bitch. And I want this bitch to win. <laughs> exactly. But like, sometimes but, really, it really pisses you off. Ugh, reality TV is mind running but so good <laughs> anyway harvey winston it says harvey winston that's what imdb says who knows okay. i think random people post this shit like wikipedia her jewelry that she wears in this she's in this movie for all of like 10 minutes total i think no it's got to be a little more than that with the ball okay two million dollars just for the jewelry yowza those are real diamonds <laughs> It's got to be for $2 million, honey. They could have just put fake diamonds on her. It's the wonderful world of Disney. No expense. No, uh, what is it? John Hammond says in Jurassic Park. Spare no expense. <laughs> I realized I typed whoop, Whopper Goldberg. I was <laughs> I must have been hungry. Wow. I don't know why that's <laughs> blowing my mind right now because it's not anything. But okay. But Whoopi looks amazing. She does. She is in this, like, purple velvet with this, like, she's got her her dreads. I am so happy. Yeah, me too. <gasps> oh, she's got her and hair. And Brandy has her hair braided throughout the entire Yes. Well. Yeah. Maybe maybe the appropriate word isn't dreads, but braided. I don't. I apologize. Let me know. Please correct me. Oh, yeah. They're I'm, both braided. It's braided. I'm, I'm here to learn. But anyway, she's got, like, this lovely, like, bun on the top of her head with this purple and gold, like, Ooh, she could be the queen in Mardi Gras. I swear that purple. She and does gold. look very Mardi Gras. Woo! I I am so into it. And like, honestly, because like this is like Whoopi's heyday, the 90s. Yes. She looks young in this. She looks fabulous. She sings at one point, which was like, oh, it's I had like, forgotten. It's like talk singing, but yeah. That's Broadway for you, baby. 
She holds toxin. a tone. She holds a note. Yeah. She's just got such a lovely, rich, noticeable yeah. voice. I think the tone of her voice in general is just beautiful. Yeah. Her purple velvet dress and the jewelry. Just phew. worth it. Worth the $2 million, I think. <laughs> so she, uh, as we speak about her, the mother or the queen or Whoopi Goldberg is being dramatic about Chris not wanting a ball. She wants to throw a ball. Basically, she wants an heir to the throne. She wants him married off. Um, so she keeps holding these balls. I it, They imply that she's had more than one uh, to try to find him a suitable partner. Chris, being the romantic man that he is, wants to choose a bride for himself because he wants to be in love when he gets married. Like his parents were, which is a nice nod. They like looked at each other and smiled and they're like, oh, yeah, we were in love. They have a lot um, of cute little like their their chemistry together. is yeah. actually pretty good. Yeah, and Whoopi Goldberg, she keeps doing these funny things where she like, I can't do, do it do in my voice. Yeah, <laughs> we can't do it the way Whoopi does it. But he's no, like, but- Mom, I don't, I don't want to have a ball, and she's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> we sound like demented ferrets. The what? We sound like demented ferrets. <laughs> we don't sound anything like her. Welcome to the Demented Ferret Podcast. <laughs> Anyway, she's a treasure, and the scene was gold. So they end on that, that she doesn't, he doesn't want the ball. Then there's a song throughout the entire village about the prince holding a ball. Lionel slash uh, whatever his name is, the guy from Seinfeld. Jason Alexander. Jason Alexander. Sorry, I always forget his name. He is, like, leading a song telling the people in the town or the village that the prince is having a ball. All eligible young women are invited. Basically, it's obvious that they're looking for a bride for the prince. This this is the most Broadway scene in the yeah. entire movie because um, like they're I don't know the ball when they're all dancing in like the same toned dresses and it's like yes, but Kylie, the fake cake they keep not dropping. Oh, I didn't pay attention. Yeah, what? I paid attention. I watched the whole movie, but I also had to take notes. So if it was just a number, I wasn't watching every little thing that happened. Well, so they have all this fake food going around. Like they have like bread on like one of those little wood brick, the things you stick into a brick oven to get a pizza out. But like it's, it's loaves of bread and they're not falling off the little wood things. And there's this giant like four tiered cake and the cake is like being carried all around. And like, it looks like they're going to drop it, but they don't. It's like this classic Broadway prank. Pratt fall shit. I go. Like, oh, oh, whoa, whoa. Oh, don't drop it. Oh, no. Right. Exactly. Like at one point, yeah. he's carrying the cake, and then these kids run by, and he goes, Oh, no, children. <laughs> it's my reaction to other people's children as well, usually. I'm with you. I'm like, Oh, no, get them away from me. <laughs> I don't I mind interacting look. with them, but if they're running, like, Oh, my God, this is a quick anecdote. I was in the liquor store that I go to, party stores, we call them in Michigan. I was, you know, buying the beer for tonight. So that I had something to drink while we recorded. And this woman was allowing her two young kids, not so young that they didn't know what they were doing. They were like seven and nine. Like they've been in school. They know how to listen to an adult. And so they have like one of those, it's like a counter that swings up, but there's no bottom part to it. So they can get out from behind the counter. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The kids were running underneath it, going behind the the liquor store counter. Oh no. There I was, was glass back there. Screaming. 
there's glass. Ugh. And as the guy pointed out to me when they left, he keeps a gun back there for security purposes. <gasps> He's like, so when they fi- when finally they left, he was like playing it off like it was fine. Finally, they left. I was like, if I ever bring kids in here and they act like that, you can kick me out. And he goes, yeah, there's a gun at eye level for those kids. Oh, oh. He's like, I kept boy. trying to get them out and she wasn't doing anything. I was like, oh, oh my God. dear God. This is why we control your children. Like, oh, I don't boy. like guns, but if a place is going to have a gun, a liquor store in Waterford makes perfect sense because he could easily, like, I mean, robberies happen, especially in, like, liquor stores and, and gas stations, so. That's my anecdote on children for the week. <laughs> <laughs> so Cinderella and the, I just call them the step family, uh, return to the house, which is like out of a cartoon. It's like ridiculously over the top. There's so many bright colors, weird architecture, the furniture is all over the place. It's like, it's so funny because compared to the rest of the town, this family seems insane. Um, I think that. That's the idea. Because, like, who treats their stepdaughter this way? Yeah, that's Jesus. true. They return to the house. They are starting to plan on how they're going to go to the ball. Uh, Cinderella asks if she can go to the ball and says she misses her father. Or, like, I wish father was here. And her stepmother tells her not to live in the past and that this is now. She and said no, she can't go to the ball. Yeah, she says, well, if my father were alive, and she goes, well, he's not. The cruelty of the stepmother, it, woo, <laughs> it's bad. It's brutal. It's really yeah, brutal. It's, yeah, it's not just, like, cutesy, like, oh, look at her. She's made to be the servant girl, and your stepmother, like, makes her do chores. Like, nah, this bitch is, like, mental abuse everywhere i mean later she like calls her a commoner and stuff yeah it's bad yeah like she married her dad like uh, i don't know there's also a weird racial connotation considering she's white and cinderella's black okay so there's something about that because so that had to be intentional oh yeah well bet midler was actually the first (gasps) choice to play yep she turned it down damn it bet well so the executive, one of the producers said, no white actress wants to be seen as being mean to black Cinderella. Oh, yeah. And like, nobody wanted to do it. And Bernadette Peters was like, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she kills it. She does a great job. But she apparently had like a fantastic relationship. She said she had a really hard time being mean to Brandy. Oh, I'm sure. Brandy seems like an angel. I want to be her friend i want to be whitney houston's friend rest in peace um oh yeah it's sad. you could call her to so, your altar she might come <laughs> that's terrible. she'd probably also. haunt your dreams with her music though i do love her music oh i want to dance with somebody <laughs> oh my god we got kylie to sing oh uh, that wasn't even that i can't hold a note that was not on purpose um <laughs> so a uh, song starts by cinderella how about uh, she's like in her little she goes into like the kitchen area by her fireplace amongst her cinders and she's singing about how she can go anywhere she wants in her mind basically crazy I'm just kidding <laughs> no it is a little she pretends to be a huntress she pretends to be a princess she pretends to be a bunch of stuff so they changed the lyrics specifically because she was black in the in the original musical it's a Norwegian princess and they changed it to Egyptian princess nice yeah we're back to the castle and the 
the castle is being set up for the ball. Chris comes downstairs, P.O.'d, and asks his mother to cancel the ball because he didn't approve it and he's pissed. Uh, While decorations they, are going up, they've ordered all this food, everything. Yeah, so, and already invited everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, they make the deal that if he doesn't find a bride that night, that from then on, they will let him find love in his own way. Spoiler alert, he finds love in his own way. And at the ball. And at the ball, so everyone's happy. <laughs> everything wins because it's a fucking Disney movie. I will say I was interested by the lack of her love for animals. Okay, I have to because talk about they this. didn't have to have the animals talking and doing shit for her, but like they could have shown her like feeding a stray cat or something. I think that the 1950s Cinderella plays up this whole mice and birds thing. I watched it, most of it, because. I was bored after I finished this Cinderella and it was like, would you like to watch the 1950s Cinderella? And I'm like, yes, let me compare because I have a podcast to do. Thank you very much, Disney Plus. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, 50% of this motherfucking 1950s Cinderella are these stupid mice talking about bullshit and running away from the cat. like that. He's the only reason I liked watching that movie. I mean, Gus Gus and Jack... Jacques, whatever, are adorable. They're all adorable, but also, like, at the same time, I'm like, how much of this movie is actually about Cinderella and how much of this movie is about the mice? I want an entire series just about Gus Gus and Jacques. The way Disney Plus is going, you might get it. (laughs) Like, Moana's gonna be a series now, which I'm very excited about. I just think that they should come up with new content. Moana is is new! Moana's only, like, four years old. They had a Rapunzel series. Did you know that? No, I try to stay away. I only have Disney Plus for this podcast. <laughs> I have Disney Plus because, yeah. You like Disney. I, girl, I live in Florida. It's like a requirement. <laughs> I don't have a season pass or nothing like that, but. And season I pass don't know. Holders- I still think I would be down there in all black staring at every Disney thing that I walk by. I want to take you to Disney just to see how you react. If you pay for me to go in, I will go. Epcot's fun. I want to go to Harry Potter World. Yeah, girl, we will do that. I went, when I went, we went and I went to Ollivander's shop and they picked me to do the wand thing. And I was, I, I bought the wand just because I got picked, which is, I know that was how they wanted to do it, but I was just like, this is the greatest day of my life. (laughs) I got picked to do the Ollivander's wand thing. I know I'm going to, I... It's a whole controversy, of course, with J.K. Rowling um, being transphobic and a piece of shit. But I can't ever get over the fact that my entire childhood was shaped by the fantasy world that is Harry Potter. And I will always read the books and watch the movies. And but Who wants to hear like- us cover Harry Potter? Let us know. <laughs> um, fuck yeah. I mean, uh, we're going to do would, it. But I also wouldn't even it. need to rewatch it to do a summary. I could just write out like the entire thing i'm just gonna cry a whole bunch about alan rickman being dead honestly (sighs) so the The step family are getting ready to go to the bowl uh stepmother thinks that one of her daughters will be picked as the prince's bride obviously they're doing dumb shit calliope's plan is to laugh at all of the prince's jokes and minerva's plan is to recite him a poem and flutter her eyelashes. 
and creepily flutter her eyelashes. Um, Yo, did you get the, like, subtle fat phobia in this scene where she's pulling on her corset? Oh, there's more than a little fat phobia in this movie. Okay. I was really pissed about it. Yep, that, and then later on, um, in case I forget, because I didn't write it down, um, when they're talking, like, she's trying to sell her to the prince, and she's like, she's big and strong. Oh, yeah. And then there's also a part when they're singing, the two stepsisters are singing about Cinderella when she's dancing with the prince. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about her and they're like, oh, she's so tiny. That can't be why he loves her. And why can't someone love a girl like me? And it's Minerva, the like curvy girl. Yeah, they're both singing about it. But it and that but song is if you listen hilarious. to the different lines, though. Oh, yeah. No, it's messed it's up. very obvious which one's Minerva singing because she's a curvy girl versus the skinny, tall, really scary looking Calliope. <laughs> yeah, she's not. Yeah. I mean, I think they played it up. I think they gave her, they definitely played it up. Um, I agree. The stepmother makes them recite, we had our flaws until after the wedding. Yep. Which is, uh, like, have you ever watched The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? I love The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Great, amazing fucking show. But, like, I feel like the definitive moment of that same line is when, like, she sleeps with her ex-husband. I guess they're in process of getting divorced. And he sees, like, the bra lines on her back. Yep. And he's like, is it always like this? She's like, yeah, they disappear by morning. That's why you never see them. <laughs> yeah, because in that movie, it's the 50s and early 60s. Yeah. I think it's early 60s. And, like, they show on purpose, like, every morning she wakes up, gets ready, and then goes back excuse me then goes back to bed at night she waits until he falls asleep until she goes and takes her makeup off and puts her hair up and does all that yeah. stuff so absolutely ridiculous yep so they also say that this isn't about love it is about marriage and falling st- in love with love is falling and make believe there you that's go. not that's not from cinderella it's from a different musical but that is what the stepmother <laughs> sings it's such a great song oh you would think for how much I hate this that I hate musicals. I fucking love musicals. I just don't care about the story of Cinderella. I but fell whatever. in love one night when the night was moon is full. I didn't do any of the lyrics right. I'm too drunk for this. God damn it. Keep moving on. <laughs> so now they're off to the ball. Cinderella's home by herself. And this is where I become interested in the movie because Whitney Houston becomes involved. Fashion so- report! Oh, she's not there <laughs> quite yet. No, it's she not. She fashion... would much rather sit by the fire in her little. It's corner. a fashion report about the step family. Oh, I apologize. Thank Go you. Go ahead. Appreciate it. The colors that they are wearing mimic the colors that the step family is wearing in the 1950s Cinderella. The stepmother oh, is wearing purple. Yeah. One of the girls is wearing pink, and one of the girls is wearing green. I feel like Minerva's was more an, a, a coral pink orange color. She had like a pink hat on. Yes, yeah, she did. So like it's like based on that. But yeah, anyway. that makes sense. Fun fact. That is a fun fact. So I know, right? She is sitting there wishing. She's sitting by the fire in her little corner, as she says. And then she wishes she could go to the ball. And then fucking Whitney Houston appears as the fairy godmother. Hooray! Looking amazing. Holy fashion report, bitches. Yeah, Which for is, real. This woman is looking flawless in gold with a gold, like, Color and like wings on her arm. Oh my god, I can't even describe it. I am so shook by this outfit. 
And in her hair, she has like glitter throughout Sparkle. She's a sparkly, beautiful godmother that we all need. Honestly, I need. Oh, I definitely need. I need this godmother in my life. We should take a witch tip. Well, not witch tip, but like witch uh, pause because godmothers, fairy godmothers. Because the thing is, is like, I thought about this. Cinderella's dad is dead, right? Mm -hmm. That's always how it goes. And she has a fa- a magical fairy godmother that comes and saves her from her awful, stupid life. And it's like, that's some ancestor power right there. You think he sent her? Yes, absolutely. Hmm. That's why she has a fairy godmother is because her dad is like, damn, my baby girl needs some And help. her mom's dead too, so. Yeah, her mom been gone a long time, but her dad, yeah. like, I mean, they always focus on the dad because, yes, like, she's do. a stepmother. Like, yeah. I think Cinderella's mom was, like, not a thing. I feel like she died in childbirth or something, and, and they're, you know, they never talk about her. They never talk about Disney princess moms. Oh, my That's God, a- they don't. Where's they don't. Little, where's the Little Mermaid's mom? Where's anybody's mom? Jasmine doesn't have a mom. Belle doesn't have a mom. Oh, Sleeping Beauty has a mom. That one I've never watched in full. It's stupid. <laughs> they all, they're all stupid. I have, I don't have a very good ancestor altar. Our friend Mal has a lit ancestor altar. Pictures, dedicated crystals, candles she lights like every day, I think. She's got a lit ancestor altar. But like calling on your ancestors is a big part of witchcraft because healing through the line is a thing. I'm not explaining this very well. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're, I mean, I get what you're saying. I don't know. I have to explain it to the non-witchy listeners who are very curious about this. <laughs> Hopefully. No, but like... Possible. so Sorry, now that's stuck in, in my head. I have that song stuck in my head. I have not seen this movie in arguably 15 years and I have that song stuck in my head periodically. But anyway. But the ancestor thing. I have like a specific crystal I use to meditate and like talk to my grandma. I have pictures mm-hmm. of my... Like I have a picture of my grandparents when they got married that I keep in a journal. Um, I use for, like, poetry inspiration and stuff. It's, like, good to have those sort of, like, ancestor tokens because not only is it, like, one of those things where it's, like, you don't want to forget those that have left us, but also you gather, like, the... You have your ancestors kind of to back you up. You, like, always have somebody on your team. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I've got one of my grandma's bracelets. I have the deer for my grandpa. I have a picture of my grandpa. I obviously have Garnet for Matt. Those are the only people who I know well who have passed away. But yeah, I've got all those things around for sure. I have I have um a stone that I used to talk to my ancestors from my past life too. Yeah, That's I, don't, interesting. I haven't dived too di- dived, dove. I haven't divin di- <laughs> divin divin. You haven't divin into your past lives. <laughs> no, I haven't. I also haven't had enough beer yet to say divin. <laughs> Drink up, girl. <laughs> but anyway, Brandy, Brandarella, Brandyrella, Brandyrella, Brandyrella so, has some good ancestor power behind her, which is why she has a fairy godmother. Probably, yeah. So, I did love some of the things she said. She's like, if you want to get out of here, you'll have to do it yourself. The music is deep down inside of you. Find it, and you can walk out that door. Oh, Whitney. Yeah, Cinderella uh, says that her main problem is that she promised her dad that she would stick with her stepmother and she doesn't want to go against him. And then they go into Impossible, the song. But can we talk about that for a second? Because, like, 
How much loyalty? I don't so, know how Cinderella much Cinderella is you a have loyal to... ass bitch because I've already cut out toxic members of Matt's family because I'm just like, <laughs> and friends and I'm like, it's been two years and it's not like they treated me like that. I mean, they didn't treat me well, but they didn't treat me like a servant. But I still was like, fuck this shit. <laughs> See, but that's because the thing, the thing and is, I'm really the thing is in my and as a someone who has lost their person. The people who love you wouldn't want you to be in a toxic environment. Right. They wouldn't want you to be fucked with or abused in an emotional, mental, whatever way. They wouldn't want you constantly anxious or stressed or putting yourself in situations that will cause you more pain. So if you have to cut toxic people out, but you feel bad because, say, it's your dad's other kids and your dad passes away or same thing for your mom or you know when your grandparents pass cutting out the aunts and uncles that kind of thing do it they yeah if the people who passed really loved you they wouldn't want you to be unhappy and blood seriously y'all blood is not thicker than water nope it really isn't i'm very lucky that my immediate family is awesome but Mm -hmm. i have some family that is like nope i don't want them in my life i don't wish them ill but um they can stay where they're at yeah exactly (laughs) but like the thing about cinderella is like she she promised her dad she would stay with the family and whitney godmother whitney literally says this can't be what your daddy had in mind for you i know it's so god their relationship as brief as it is it's like literally 10 minutes but is everything to me it is movie. and she pops up more than um i believe in the original cinderella the stepmother does but she's also a producer in the movie so really fun trivia about that so whitney houston was producing it for the stage and was gonna be cinderella <gasps> listen she said you know what brandy is perfect for cinderella and brandy was like i am not doing it unless she's gonna be my godmother in the musical. And so these two women came together and made That's this awesome. happen. I am like, because especially because the impossible song and them oh, singing together, the way they look at each other. like Oh, they love each other for sure. Oh my God. Like poor Brandy when Whitney died. Poor all of us when Whitney died. But like poor Brandy when Whitney died. Because Brandy grew up listening to Whitney I'm like wanted to be Whitney and they got to work with Whitney like I can't even imagine how great that would Damn, be. Damn she is 42 years old and she still looks so fucking good. She's 42? Now she is. When did this fucking movie come out? Like 97 97? I'm shit at math so okay. Um Moesha Impossible for yeah, just start singing a fill the time. To become a golden carriage, impossible. impossible. For a plain country bumpkin and a prince to join in marriage, and four white mice can never be four white horses. Such folder all in fiddly of courses, impossible. Damn, girl. Thank you. Damn. You should hear me sing "Defying Gravity." It's insane. <gasps> Next time, I want to hear. I, that's one of my all-time favorite songs. One of my things that I've always wanted, and everyone's like, if you had a superpower, 
I'm like, I just wish I could sing super well. Not to be famous for it. I just oh, wish yeah. when I, like, walk around singing a song, it just sounds bomb. Yeah. I I loved, before the pandemic hit, I was going to karaoke, like, every weekend. I, I want to be yeah. that bitch that surprises everybody at karaoke. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, my signature song is Somebody to Love by Queen. And honestly, <gasps> like... I, can anybody find me? <laughs> oh, Freddie. I love Freddie. Um, I always felt really connected to Freddie ever since I really find like found out more about who he was. Yeah, he's around. He listens when I sing sometimes. It's nice. Aw. It's fair. Sorry, I'm, I'm still not being I'm literally at still all. trying to figure out how old she was. It's not She's like, 18. List- I said that. Okay, she was, she was born in 1979. She was 18 when this happened. Oh, you already knew that, damn it. Yeah, that's all right. God, I can't do that mental math right now. Well, I was seven and now I'm 30. So, yeah, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> it obviously makes sense because it <laughs> happened. It's, <laughs> 1990, it's 1997. Okay. Anyway, back to it. So... During the song Impossible, which, by the way, is an excellent song. I will agree. That is one thing I agree with. I was humming along to it. Mm -hmm. Um, Whitney, I just call her Whitney, uh, turns a pumpkin into a carriage, which the first time she, like, failed. And she's like, what's wrong with me today? And that was kind of funny. Oh, she Um, said, you'd think after 600 years. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I will say um, it is the worst CGI I've ever seen in my entire life. Mm, No. I've seen some pretty bad CGI. For me personally, it's the worst CGI I've ever seen. It's pretty fucking bad. I will report back to you because I've seen. You've seen more movies than I have, so I really have though. I'm I'm the real cinephile here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't even doubt it. She turns mice into like footmen and a carriage driver. She gives Cinderella the amazing light blue dress. Um, but does tell her, as we all know, the magic only lasts until midnight. She says, I don't make the rules. What the fuck is up with that, though? Who the fuck makes those rules? Is it Odin? Walt Disney. (laughs) The Grimm Brothers. Because when you're seven, midnight is very, very late. And when you're 30, you're like, midnight is like, the party is just getting fucking going, sweetheart. Okay, 30. I've been in bed by midnight every night since, like, quarantine started. That's not even, like, I am never awake. (laughs) <laughs> oh no I, I mean like for a party though that's very late like actual v and her taurus moon her ass is in bed at eleven thirty. <laughs> yeah i would say between the ages of 18 and 27 midnight was pretty early and then now at 28 i'm like uh. what's the latest you've ever stayed up all night oh like you just didn't go to bed yeah i didn't for go to my bed, senior the- all night party <laughs> We ha- we went to um so we had a thing when we were seniors called I don't remember what it was called but what they would do is they would shut down Universal Studios. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah, they would shut it down and then all the seniors that could come like from high schools all over Florida. Oh, okay. Some of them came from Georgia too. They had concerts like Flo Rida was there, and like get low, Akon. Get low, get low. Get yeah. Low. No, that's a different guy. Yeah, that's, that's little John. Little way. Yeah, little John. Little Wayne. Little Wayne. No, Little Wayne. Whatever. Get low is not Little Wayne. All right. You do, you, you do know more about that than I do. <laughs> Get low. It's Lil John and the East Side Boys. Nice. 
What am I thinking of? Oh, I'm thinking of apple bottom jeans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the that's other. Right, right around the time we were in high school, for sure. That's the other get low. Anyway, but like Akon and Flowrider were there, but like, yeah, they shut down the park and seniors would go and it would be like all night and then we would leave at like three in the morning and get back to like campus at six. Did you get to ride the rides and stuff? Yes. At night? They, yeah, dude, I paid like 80 bucks to go. Like they had like hundreds of seniors come for 80 bucks like they had earned all the revenue from the day in the park and then got a bunch of money from all these seniors to like keep it open and shit that's insane we so it was my all night party was after we graduated later that night we got to go back to the school and they closed the school down and you had to pay probably about 80 dollars and they got us um a bunch of crazy cool food, and it was um, gambling themed, so we got to play like mm. blackjack and craps and whatever in one room. And then they got us a blow up laser tag thing, which turned into just everyone just shooting each other and falling over because it's a blow up room. Like it, <laughs> there That's really isn't anywhere fun. to go. Yeah. Um, and then obviously food and places to chill. And then around two a.m., they got us a hypnotist. So it was pretty fun. How does one become a professor? Oh, see, we were talking about hypnotism last episode. Yeah, like an actual hip. Like the people who did it said they fully don't remember what happened. Dude, I got to try this shit. Yeah, it's creepy. So like as long anyway, as nobody puts to- my brain into someone else's brain, like that would be great. No, they like made them like ribbit like a frog or like dance around. Nothing like nothing. Like bad. I need someone to hypnotize me and cure me of my fucking mental juju so <laughs> i want i want to be hypnotized so i can quit smoking i would pay for that yeah <laughs> so uh anyway now cinderella is in the carriage on her way to the castle they're still singing impossible oh now that we're at the ball it's so good made me cry everyone is dancing it's the I world's was... worst fucking dance yeah it's very boring uh this there's a line up the grand staircase of women waiting to dance with the prince uh the stepmother is sitting on lionel i'm assuming to try to get her daughters to dance with the prince next yo that part was hilarious i mean yeah they're both great actors oh man it's a, a full head of the skin. <laughs> don't. And he's like, don't touch. <laughs> the I guy I'm it. talking to right now is bald, and he always talks about how good my hair is. And I'm like, do you need some? Oh, No, it's okay. It happens. I respect no, the cute. fact that, uh, that he owns it, and he doesn't, like, try to have, like, a comb over. <laughs> Dude, a full head of hair is not definitive of, of shit. Uh-uh. But... Honestly, rock what you got, baby. Exactly. So Minerva gets her chance to dance with the prince. She tries her poetry, but is obviously way too into it and very creepy. And the prince has her taken away. It's Calliope- bad poetry. Yeah, of, of course. She's like, don't you understand? It's a metaphor. <laughs> yes, sweetheart. It's poetry. Okay. Calliope tries her creepy laughter. And then she also gets taken away by Lionel. So they obviously struck out. Cinderella appears at the top of the stairs and obviously Chris is immediately taken with her. Listen. Fashion report. Yeah. First of all, Endora needs to take some motherfucking lessons 
from the fairy godmother about blue eyeshadow. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Call back to our bewitched episodes. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. <laughs> but I'm so happy they use the classic blue Cinderella dress from the 50s, like the famous Cinderella dress, and just put it on Brandy. She looks like she should be the princess. Okay. Oh, yeah. I do want someone to give her a thicker eyebrow, though. But that's the 90s. It's the 90s. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Although I just love she bows for the prince and he lifts her chin up. And the look on her face is the sweetest thing I think I've ever seen. She's so pure in this entire movie. She's so sweet and adorable. Oh. (sighs) Also, I want her tiara. Can we bring tiaras? Can we make tiaras no. like no. a pub, a regular public thing? No. Yes. No. Give me one for my birthday. Okay. <laughs> so he apparently doesn't remember her from their not that brief conversation. Um, she I looks super her, different. Okay. I get that her hair is up and she has some blue eyeshadow on, but she's not like. She's not like one of those girls you see on TikTok or Instagram that goes from like nothing to like a full face beat where it's like their shapes of their face are different. Okay, first of all, that's a great comparison because I feel like that's what's happened here. But also the fact that he has just danced with like a hundred women and is like, oh, I like this one. I think that's more of what has happened, honestly, like... I like the versions of the Cinderella story, so say the one with Hilary Duff and um, Chad Michael Murray, who is, to this day, one of the hottest men on the planet to me. (laughs) Oh, dear God. I grew up loving me some Chad Michael Murray. Um, But... She's yelling, she's like, all like, "Um, you're a Disney baby, and she's going on about Hilary Duff and Chad Michael Murray. I am not... A Disney movie baby. I have said that a million times. I am a Disney Channel baby. I watched the Disney Channel original movies. I watched Lizzie McGuire. I watched those types of things. But anyway. So what I was saying was in that one, like when they usually when they do a more realistic interpretation, also one of my favorite movies ever after with Drew Barrymore, they have a mask on. It's like the ball Mm. is like a masquerade ball. So it makes sense when he doesn't recognize her. Masquerade, paper faces on parade, masquerade. I don't know what's Different. happening. That's from Phantom of the Opera. Hate, we, you know I hate Phantom of the Opera. Podcast over! <laughs> We've already talked about this! When did we talk about this? On a different episode. Podcast over. I watched the movie, I did not enjoy it. I love Keep Wicked. going. Keep Popular. going. <laughs> <laughs> Simone, my, my best friend and I sing for We have pictures uh, photoshopped, and so I'm green, so I'm Alphaba, and she's Oh, Glenda. cute. We were super cool in college. <laughs> I mean, everybody wanted to do that. Like, Wicked was the shit. Oh, oh my God. But, like, long, long-ass story that I won't tell now, Wicked literally saved my life. So... They dance around the room beautifully. They're falling for each other. No one recognizes her, including her own stepsisters and stepmother. Yeah, she's Uh, like, she looks vaguely familiar. And I was just like, that seems suspicious, except for the fact that they treat her like a servant and have probably never actually looked at her full face. We're really operating in make-believe here. 
So they sing no, a song. No, like, no, I think that, like, speaks more to, like, how they don't treat her like a person and they don't recognize her because they don't see her as a human being. I guess. So the song is, uh... I believe called 10 minutes ago. Something 10 like, minutes ago, ago I, I met you. you. Yes. And we murmured our how do you do's. That's it. I'm done. Good? <laughs> I can't sing all of the things all of the time. There's like five more songs to get through. Okay, good. So um, <laughs> I'm enjoying it. I liked the music in this. I, t- I fully liked the music in this, which I'm not surprised. Whitney Houston produced it like... So that, okay, so they're doing that, and then at the end of the song, it, like, goes just to the orchestra sounds, or just the music, and they disappear. They're dancing out in the uh, garden. Uh, Calliope and Minerva, we talked about this earlier, but they're singing a song about why the prince shouldn't prefer Cinderella. Now nah, it's about it. They're just being annoying. Should I do it? Huh? Why would a fellow want a girl like her, a girl who's merely lovely? Why would a fellow ever once prefer a girl who's solid like me? See the solid like me? Come on. Mm Mm-hmm. I know. I'm just like, excuse you. They did change the lyrics for this one, too, because there was, like, some lyrics that were, like, like, her neck is white like a swan and her cheek is pink like a rose, and they changed the lyrics because Britney, uh, Britney, because they, because Brandy be black. They changed the lyrics because Brandy is black. And I'm like, it's it's good because it's sensitive to that. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just happy. Ha- I just think it was worth it. was just Whitney Houston had a lot to do with that. I guarantee you. And I'm not. While I say I don't like this, it's not because I don't like the music or the acting. It's just an over the top telling of cinderella that i don't enjoy that's all it is it has nothing to do with the actual production quality the stepsisters suck okay they They suck suck. they don't deserve love (laughs) i i don't think the stepsisters are that good of actresses either (sighs) at least not in these roles i don't think they did a good job i think that's part of the thing though is is that they're just super over the top like their singing is not even very good but they could have at least had good singing. Like, you don't need the acting. They just needed to be like Bernadette Peters, where you love to hate her. I know. And see, that's the thing. I love to hate Bernadette Peters. I love to love you can, Bernadette Peters. You can easily be a villain and still be, like, obvious that you're doing a good job. They just sucked. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. So. No, I agree. The Cinderella is still dancing with Chris. They're back inside. Uh, the stepmother is trying to get closer to her, so they kind of do, like, that switch where, like, so now Chris is dancing with his mom, and uh, Cinderella's dancing with the king, who Victor Garber is looking like a whole snack, let me tell Woo! you. Woo! I mean, in that turquoise, poof, I can't even, I can't even muster, like, the fashion report, He's, honey. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, I don't like to fashion. Garber. Oh, snaps for Victor Garber, like that turquoise suit with the purple trim and the gold. Whoa, honey. I don't even know what those are called. They're not even suits. It's just like royal clothing. It's real good. Yeah. (laughs) So he asks nice questions. He's just kind of getting to know her a little bit, um, saying, like, is my son being a gentleman and that kind of thing? The queen gets to Cinderella and asks her who her parents are. And Cinderella basically freaks the fuck out. She runs outside. 
asking I just wrote Whitney I never wrote the fairy godmother I just wrote Whitney Whitney godmother asks Whitney to go home because she isn't who she thinks they are she couldn't answer questions about who her parents were where they were etc imposter syndrome is hard baby I mean yeah for sure Chris says he um they start talking and she says I'm not who you think I am and he's like well I like I like you for who you are and she's like well you won't you want someone to be your servant basically and he said I want someone I can really talk to so they did add a lot of really cute stuff in that I don't personally remember from the 50s version about like him wanting a partner not just a wife I don't know no I've only seen the 50s version a few times no they like don't even talk in the 50s version they just dance and give each other goo goo eyes yeah, so I was mostly focused on the fat rat named Gus Gus, so I don't remember a lot of that movie. Um, yeah, there's a song in the 50s version, like, so this is love, mm-hmm, yes! doesn't even have okay. complete lyrics. <laughs> okay, yeah, I remember that. Okay, but they do have a really sweet song when they're talking in the garden. This song and the lyrics in this song kind of killed me, because, like, it's like, do I love you because you're wonderful, or are you, or wonderful, you wonderful because, because I, love, I you? love you? And I'm like, holy shit, just stab me in the heart, okay? <laughs> uh, it's it's like really real. It's it. Uh, I don't know because I feel like, like, are you beautiful because I love you, or do I love you because you're beautiful? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those lyrics capture the idea of falling in love and like falling in love hard, really well. Yeah, it does. So they kiss at the end of the song. I was surprised they actually kissed. I felt like they weren't going to. Um, the clock strikes midnight and Cinderella obviously runs because she's going, to turn, she's going <laughs> to turn back into her regular self. So obviously she leaves behind her hideous glass slipper. Yo. Why the fuck? Dude, Why? Why do these shoes exist? Which is Jason Alexander's comment. He's like, who dances in glass shoes? Amen. Thank you. Thank you for saying that, Jason Alexander. The step family is returning to the house. Cinderella's there to take their coats. They're bragging about how well the ball went. And she's kind of asking questions like, oh, well, did you dance with the prince? How did that go? And blah, blah, blah. So stepmother stops that she called. I I think at this point she has recognized it was Cinderella. I don't think she can prove it, but she stops Cinderella and says, that she's common because her mother was common and your father was weak. Oh, oh, it's so evil. I just wrote that damn bitch. She a bitch. Cinderella goes outside and kind of gets down on her knees in the garden and talks to her father, which broke my heart a little bit. She apologizes but says she needs to leave and she deserves to be loved. Oh, honey. Whitney appears again and tells her to let the prince know who she is. She says to believe in herself and to trust that he loves her no matter who she is. Basically meaning, like, just because you're poor doesn't mean he won't love you. So now we are back at Le Castle. Uh, Prince Chris is talking to his parents. They're trying to get him to eat or rest. And he says he can't until he finds Cinderella. Which is a little overdramatic, Chris. Calm down. (laughs) She's not going anywhere. Like, she'll be there in the morning. Take nap at... Sleeping is very important to this Virgo, okay? Parents 
finally agree that they must find her because of the way he's talking about her. He decides to try the glass slipper on every young girl in the kingdom until they find her. Now I have multiple problems with this. Would you like to hear them? Yes, I have a theory first before we get into that. Don't ruin my questions. No, because because of Brandarella's, Brandirella's conversation with this fairy godmother. Because she wouldn't go talk to the prince that the fairy godmother, Whitney godmother, left the slipper behind for the prince to find. Oh, totally. That's I mean, my theory. Now, in the original Cinderella, she just loses it as she runs out. But. I mean, I think she does, but, like, this is the thing that people always have. It's like, why the fuck did everything else change back except the shoe? And it's because the fairy godmother was like, well, Brandy Rella isn't going to go back and get her prince, so we got to make him come to her. Oh, that's true. I didn't even think about that. I only thought about that because of the conversation. Or there's just that- a giant plot hole. Well, no, but because Brandy, Brandy Rella is talking to Whitney Godmother and she's like, you didn't need my help. You just thought you did. I just gave you a little push. And she's like, no, I can't do it. And so Whitney Godmother is like, fine, I'll do it. That, okay. I was just making sure you were done before. Oh, I no, launched, I'm done. I launched into my, these are not problems just with this movie. This is, these are problems with Cinderella. Number one. Is no one going to talk about how many people can have the same shoe size? No, no one's apparently going to talk about that. Number two, why are they trying it on white girls' feet? Amen. Like, you I, can thought, at least I thought about that, her, too. You can at least remember her skin tone. Yeah, but it's, you know, uh, it's the 90s where nobody sees skin color. <laughs> yeah, 1997 was really known for its diversity. <laughs> 1997 was known for, like... We're all a rainbow. Anyway. Isn't that what um, you were taught? Well, I mean, isn't that what school taught you when you were a kid? Uh, no, we got the melting pot. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, no, we don't see color. We're all the same. Uh, we never really discussed race. We had people of all different races because I live in a pretty diverse area. We just like never talked about it. Hmm. Which part isn't the right way to approach it either. <laughs> The thing is, is we have to treat people like individuals and not like mm-hmm. a group of people. And that's really what it comes down Just to. Just teach the end of the tolerance. Day. It doesn't need to be specifically yeah. about skin color. Just teach tolerance in general. Right. Yeah. But anyway, so, yeah. Why? I don't know why white girls were trying on the shoe when Brandarella is brack. Brandarella is brack. <laughs> Continue. Uh, Lionel is trying the slipper on the stepsisters. Um, the stepmother. Oh, was that the locks... only two things you had problems with? Um, and also just why couldn't you look at every young girl? Because shouldn't you be able to fucking recognize her? I, uh, yeah. Cause That's he, it. cause he does recognize her when he sees her. Shit. Yeah. Uh. So, okay. also, yeah, an entire idea of a glass slipper is like, it's like a weird stripper shoe. It's fucking weird. Although Brandy's feet are cute. I don't find any feet cute. I'm Uh. like the opposite of a foot fetish. Okay. Fair. Fair. So Lionel is trying to slip around the stepsisters. It obviously doesn't fit either of them because they don't have like a size four or whatever it is. It looks like a really tiny shoe. Um, The stepmother locks Cinderella in the kitchen or she locks the kitchen door assuming Cinderella's in there. Chris asks if there is anyone else there they deny it he has to look behind the kitchen doors 
and she is not in there. So he's going off his intuition at this point because he's like, she's here. He know you can tell he knows she's there. He knows they're hiding something. Yeah. So yeah. Stepmother begs the prince to take. Oh, she did try the shoe on and then it was cutting off her circulation. That oh, was that was funny. hilarious because it, it fit her. And then she's like, she's like laughing and it's like, it fits perfectly. It's cutting off her circulation. Uh, can oh, we talk about for a second all of these ridiculous tights that all of these women are also I wearing? I know. I actually liked that. I want most of these tights. Tights are very comfortable. No, they're not. Well, not the ones that cover your feet, but I like the ones that go down to your ankles. I like them. I just, I just prefer leggings. I hate tights because they tend to sag, and then you always are hiking them up. I have pants that I have to hike up, so, like, I don't... I don't wear <laughs> pants either. Also, you're getting rips in tights. It's just, I hated wearing them for dance class. I hated it so much. Um, mm. I wear them for, like, in the winter for work, though. I, I will wear a pair of tights if I'm wearing a dress that I can't wear leggings with. But anyway, Cinderella isn't there. So the stepmother starts begging Chris to take one of her daughters instead. They're leaving. Chris sees Cinderella outside, asks for the shoe, and magically it fits. It was really cute, though, because he goes outside and they repeat the conversation that they have when they had their meet cute at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. And I'm just like, he does know who she is. It's just without blue eyeshadow. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, like, again, I think part of the reason why he he was entranced with her but didn't recognize her was not because of the way she was dressed that day, but because he had just danced with a hundred women and, like... You have to look at your partner when you're dancing, and I imagine that there's a lot of mental fatigue with that. On top of the pressure of having to potentially marry somebody and that horrible, horrible dance. <laughs> there's a so, bat. Do- Yo, who dances like that? God damn. So the whole ending I wrapped up in The Kiss. Uh, they show them getting married. Whitney is singing another killer ballad. And that's also it. not from this musical. It's from a different musical. Well, she kills it. She does. It is very. I honestly, I was most interested to find out if this was part of the musical or if Whitney wrote this to sing because it is a very Whitney song. Yeah, it is. Impossible. But she kills it. Yeah, this and one is it. like there's music in you. Yes, that's the end. Okay, fashion report. Hold on. Fashion report. I gotta do the snap. <laughs> Eh. Everyone is wearing white. Everyone is wearing white. Everyone is wearing white at this yes. wedding. And I, if I was Brandyrella, I would be like, bitch, change into a different color. Put on your purple thing. Don't be wearing white. Yeah, no one better wear. If anyone wears white to my wedding, they can be kicked out. What color do I get to wear to your wedding? You can wear whatever you want except white. I look really good in red. Yeah. Wear but not, not as good as you will look in white, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm not girl I know what my wedding dress I already have my wedding dress <laughs> no one's gonna be outstaging uh, me don't worry oh no no one ever outstages the bride it's just like they don't make bridesmaids dresses to outstage the bride no matter how good you look my sister is talking about what color she wants me to wear for her wedding and she wants like a light neutral and I'm like you're picking the one color that's gonna wash me out oh bless I know we'll work on it no. we have two years so I feel like a good green would look nice on you. See, that's the like thing. The colors green. are like neutral greens because it's an outdoor wedding. An evergreen. 
I told her I could wear a taupe if it's like a gray taupe. Does that make sense? Like a gray. Yeah, but you need a color though, like because you're pale yeah. and you look and you like pop. Your hair is dark. Like you're like your your coloring is kind of similar to my coloring. You yeah. need a, you need like a color color. I agree, but we'll see. They could stick me in navy too. You would look stunning in navy. I Holy did look. I was shit. in my best. I was in my best friend Simone's wedding in navy, and I looked good. Ooh. But evergreen, girl, I would love to see you in evergreen. It's a good color on me. Ooh, honey. So follow us at Witch Theater with an R-E. Please interact with us. Please listen. Uh, we Share. Like, like we said, share us. Um, like we said, we're back to doing cutesy movies, witchy movies, and spookums. Um, we are going to continue, I believe, with one more because it's Black Excellence Month, it's so Black we're doing... Black Excellence Month, so we are doing us. Ha-ha! <laughs> Next week. The we just covered Get Out, and um, I really enjoyed covering it. And we're going to wrap up Black History Month and Black Excellence Month with us. So that'll be coming out next week. Will that come out before the end of... Either that'll be the first week of March. Yeah. Black Excellence is all year round. Black uh, excellence is all year round. We'll always promote black excellence. So this yes. movie is like black excellence. Yes, it is. So follow me at the Archivist Witch. Follow V at Mystical Millennial. I'm on Patreon and I'm on Instagrams and uh, Fabulous Fools. We got pushed back a month because of stupid life. So uh, our Winter Counts episode. Is coming out in March now. (laughs) (laughs) It happens. It happens. It Um, happens. So please like, follow, share, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Impossible. (laughs) That's from The Sound of Music. then.